0: If God is for us, who could ever be against us? Have I not commanded you to be strong and courageous? Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. For me to live is Christ and to die is gain. What might all of these passages have in common? I was thinking about it as I was reading Acts 13 and 14, Um, but before I begin, let's pray. Dear Father, we just thank you for this time to gather together in your name. Lord, we welcome your spirit here amongst us. Lord, bless this service. Let your words be heard, that we may receive them, so that we can go and do your calling that you have appointed us your blessed name we pray amen Amen. so as i was reading uh, acts 13 and 14 where barnabas heads out for his first mission and paul paul's the first mission i guess um i was reading and i began thinking of how he was before he went before he got transformed He had a sense of boldness and passion and zeal, but it was for the law. And he persecuted what was called the way, the followers of Christ, by killing them and imprisoning them and just overall persecuting them in any way, shape, or form. God gave Paul, at that time that was Saul, gifts. He gave him gifts of boldness passion and desire, don't think Paul realized it then that God was going to use him for his work. As he was on the road to Damascus, he was met by light, a really bright light, which was the light of Jesus. Um, And as he was transformed, the spirit took over. What was left was that boldness, that passion, that desire that God had given him. So, as he was anointed and he got baptized he never lost track of that boldness and that passion the only thing that changed was it was no longer for the law but it was for Christ I am I'm in a spot where I have a a pretty uh, difficult job at some points where I might not have time to uh, do as I want to. Um, Yet, even though it's not here in front of you all all the time, I still have that desire and passion to serve Christ. And it goes to Where I work, it's not always in front of a big crowd of people. Where the the boldness and the passion and the desire to serve Christ is given. It can be a school. It can be walking down the street, seeing somebody on the side of the road. It doesn't really matter where it's at. The point is that you follow God's calling. Everybody that's a believer is given a calling. Um,
1: uh, I'll
0: tell you what. I'm going to bring up some more technology. I hope y'all don't mind. So, um, every day has a calling on our lives. Sometimes it goes unnoticed by us because of business, because of whatever else that's veiling our eyes. There's an immense number of different things it could be. But the point is, is sometimes we doubt what our calling is. I've doubted my calling quite a bit. Um, to be honest with you, I kind of see myself in Paul's shooting time has been because I can see back where I come from and where I am now, I would have had no greater sin than Paul and I had no less sin than Paul. But after I was transformed, the calling, the desire, the passion that he had in place over my life is now for him. Um, so I want to start out, and I want to look at Jonah for a minute. Jonah had a calling for God, he he had a calling from God to go to Nineveh, to get them to come back to God, because they were just an evil, evil city, and Jonah didn't really care for the idea of that too often much, because, well, in all honesty, I think he was real scared. He was scared because he didn't know what was going to be expected. What, 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 what was going to happen when he went over there. So he, he ran. He jumped on board the ship and set sail. Well, that didn't work out too good. They got really in a bad in a bad way with a storm. And short story, they had to throw him overboard for the storm to come down. His faith, though, was was growing. His doubt was going away because as he was looking to the Lord and seeking Him, the Lord was strengthening him for the calling that was appointed. Make a long story short, he went to Nineveh. They turned from their sins. They went back to the Lord, and yeah, even though Jonah expected them to be punished. God's grace abounded, and you know um, it was how it was. So now we look at we look at we look at Paul. Paul went to Damascus, and on the road there, he was met by this light, and he was transformed. But instead of being scared. He went. It wasn't no hesitation. He took it by the reins, and he went. And as he went, the Lord blessed everywhere he went, and the body of Christ grew in numbers, repeatedly by big numbers. Um, Romans eight twenty eight thirty, a very popular passage. Um, and we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him and has been called according to his purpose for those God foreknew he also predestined to conform to the limit of the son that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters and those he predestined he also called and those he called he also justified those he justified he also glorified We've been called to do the Lord's work um I was, I was thinking and, and praying, and this came to my mind, and it's kind of unnoticed at times, but you think of how big the world is and how many people are in this world, and you just got to wonder how many people have the same calling that, that Paul has to stand for the Lord. Never heard the name of Jesus, and that's our job. That's, that's what He needs us for. He needs us to be the hands and feet to, to go to these people and give them Christ. So, as Paul went, he went through um, Cyprus and he went to a place called Paphos. In Paphos, he was met by a false prophet, a sorcerer, his name was Elenus, I believe is how you pronounce it. But the proconsul, the Sergius Paulus, called on him to come because he wanted to hear. He wanted to hear the word of God. As Paul and Barnabas were, were preaching and, and telling Sergius Paulus the gospel, this sorcerer, this false prophet, tried to sway the faith of this of this proconsul of uh, sergius paulus so that he wasn't able to gather this and here's where the boldness comes in to paul it says paul looks him dead in the eye and he says you son of the devil full of all deceit and all fraud enemy of all righteousness won't you ever stop perverting the straight path of the lord now look there, Lord's hand is against you, and you're going to be blind. You will not see the sun for a time. And immediately a darkness came over his man, and he was looking for somebody's hand in him. In the face of opposition, Paul's, uh, Paul's boldness stood fun, And the message of Christ was received by soldiers Paulus. As he keeps going to different places, as he keeps traveling, he goes to Antioch. And as as they were as the um, as the as the uh, leaders were were preaching the law of the prophets, they stood up and they said, if anybody has anything to add, stand up. So Paul stands up and he gives the whole account for Moses and his voice being led out of Egypt all the way to David and the line of Jesus. Jesus being born to death and resurrection the whole nine yards. And it says that as they were leaving they begged him to come back the next Sabbath. They returned that Sabbath and almost the whole town attended. It says that the ones who didn't receive the message tried to stand in the way of them. They, 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 opposed, they opposed what he was saying. And Paul looks at him and, and he says. The, the word of the prophet said, "I have made you a light for the Gentiles to bring salvation to the end of the earth." After he said it was necessary that we brought it to the Jews first, so the, the Gentiles received it, open arms, open hands, and they rejoiced because they received the word of Lord. He met opposition in Acklingon. He met opposition in every single place he went. Yet every place he went, he stood firm. The boldness never subsided. The passion never subsided. He was stoned almost to death in a juggling Mountain street. And then when the disciples gathered around him, he got up and went right back in where he came from. The boldness never subsided. Now, I'll look a little bit at how the society that we see in America looks at being bold for Christ, and i look at how the first church saw being bold for Christ was, and I don't see a whole lot of comparison in there. Um, now there's some, don't get me wrong, Um, Billy Graham and Franklin Graham and those who stand firm on the the Word of God and stand firm in Christ. These are the Pauls of modern day, in my opinion. I I can't see that as society continues to grow away from the Lord, continues to set set God away from everything that has to do with with uh, being in control. They're taking the reins in their own hands. I don't see the same kind of boldness and passion for Christ. Folks, it's got to start with us. We are the body. We all have the calling. No matter where it is, God gives us a calling, each one of us. Um... Technology so, when I look at America, I see that the ease and the comfort and work and busyness all play a part in failing getting the message of Christ out. It does in my own life, and I admit it. it, it it's hard not to with, with everything that's going on. Um, but we can't, we can't continue to be there. We can't continue to keep quiet. If we're supposed to be the light of Christ. He says not to hide it under his buckle, but to let it out in the middle of the room so that the whole house can see. We're hiding it. We're hiding it. Christ isn't as visible as everything else is. I want to read uh, a passage here. It comes from Matthew 19. It's in verse 16 to 22 if you want to follow along the him It says, Just then a man came up to Jesus and asked, Teacher, what good thing must I do to get eternal life? Why do you ask me about good, Jesus replied? There's only one who is good. If you want to enter life, keep the commandments. Which one the man replied? Jesus replied, you shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not give false testimony. Honor your father and your mother and love your neighbor as yourself. And said, all these I've kept. What do I still lack? Like? Jesus answered, If you want to be perfect, go and sell your possessions and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. When the young man heard this, he went away sad because he had great wealth. You look at how many times you see these people that have an immense amount of money in possessions and what they do with it. Is it spent on helping the poor, Is it spent on doing the work of Christ? Is it spent on selfish possessions and gaining everything they can to the world? The majority of the time, I would go to the latter. So, I have a different way of looking at this, and I don't want any rocks and tomatoes being thrown at me, but I'm prepared, you. So um, you see ISIS, and you see how government likes to uh, diminish the, the, the preaching and the, and the getting out of the gospel of Christ in any way they can, whether it be imprisonment or whatever, shutting down businesses and stand for Christ whatever it may be. Can you see a boldness there? ISIS is a, is a religious extremist. They're bold. In a long way, but they're bold. I want to see at some time in life how the body has the boldness of ISIS. How the body of Christ has the boldness of that extremist because if we had that same boldness, the gospel is going to be spread. I mean, instead of killing and murders and, and terrorism and all this, love and peace and, and Jesus is going to be proclaimed throughout the world. Matthew 6, 24 and 25 says, Then Jesus said to his disciples, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up the cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life to me will find it. We can't earn grace. We can't earn salvation because He's given it to you. It's a gift. we try to save our own life because of everything in this world, we our no reward. Yet if we lose our life for the name of Christ, our reward in heaven. And it's just as Paul said, for me to live as Christ, being that the gospel is being spread, but to die is gain, which is the ultimate result of for Oswald Chambers, I don't know how many of y'all well know who Oswald Chambers um, I don't know a whole lot about him myself, but I came across this thing in a devotional that I read. And it's taken from the philosophy of sin. so I'm guessing that that's a book that he wrote. I don't know a whole lot about Oswald Chambers. Um, but it says, Which are the days that have the you most in the knowledge of God? The days of sunshine and peace and prosperity? Never. The days of adversity. The days of strain. The days of sudden surprises. The days when the earthly house of this tabernacle was, was strained to its last limit. Those are the days when you learn the meaning of the passion of God. Any great calamity in the natural world, death, disease, bereavement, will awaken a man when nothing else would. And he is never the same again. We would never know the treasures of darkness if we were always in the place of placid security. In spite of all our sense of uncleanness, in spite of all our rush and interest in the work of the world, and in spite of all our logic, the implicit sense of God will come and disturb our peace. I know uh, I know, of, uh, uh, I know of an evangelist. He started out a long time ago. And he went to And I looked up uh, I looked looked a little bit of him on on, on the internet. And I read a little bit about him. And this man has had a passion for God and a passion for spreading God and the gospel of Jesus in Africa since he was king. The man's name is Ryan Hart. Yeah, thank you. Um, The man has had a passion and a desire to spread Jesus in Africa for a really long time. He's been through some very trying times. Um, I read a little bit where it says that he started out with a hundred people in a building that has a capacity of eight hundred people. Yet he said the reason that he knows that Jesus made it only a hundred people was because out of those hundred people, every single one of them was on the floor. So he needed to learn for these hundred people to be on the floor, given that It grew because of the faith that Reinhardt had, it grew, and it multiplied, and it grew. He had a, a, I think it said a $4 million tent. It was a huge tent. I mean, it said like three football fields and just eat. And a big wind came blowing through about, it said 90 miles an hour, and it blew the tent apart. And all of the left was the pole that was uh, hanging there, and, and, and the cables that tied everything together. And the, 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 the witch doctors and, and those the shamans said that it was because of us that this from the heavens. Brownheart says, in the face of all that, we will continue to rip out this tent. The power of God will not lay down to opposition. There's a video that I'd like for y'all to watch if Kulene would pull that up. It's on some of the things that that has been worked through Ryanhope down in Africa. Um, And it's just amazing what's happened because of his passion, because of his drive to serve Christ down there. Um, So as soon as that video comes up, um, we'll watch. As can be, you will go home. the work of the Lord our God through one man who surrendered everything he had to live out his calling for Christ. I don't know how many people that excites. Each and every one of us myself included have that calling. We don't all have the same gift but they're all by the same spirit. The Lord will work through us that can happen anywhere. Folks, I'm tired of sitting on the sidelines waiting for someone, somebody else to do what I've been called to do. And I hope every one of you are the same. Father God, we just thank you and praise you for what you are doing in each one of our lives. Lord, bring forth your spirit to us, that we may do what you have called us to do. Lord, submission is not the easiest thing in the world to do, because we want to have control over what we do, when we want to do it. We live in a comfortable place, and we don't like to leave comfort. Lord, you are greater, you are stronger than anything else that ever would ever oppose us. Lord, we seek you. We seek your strength. We we seek the courage that only comes from you. Lord, let your power reign through us to every ear that we come in contact with. Lord, the world needs you. Thank you, Lord. I praise your name. I praise you for what you are already doing in people's lives. Lord, we're weak without you. And in no other way can what we saw on that video screen happen anywhere else but with you being the head of it. Lord, I ask that you be with us this week as we go to school, to work, and a roundabout trip, wherever it may be, and you protect us and you give us your provision that we may be strong and courageous, that we may be able to do the work that you have called us to do. Thank you, Lord, for so your love. Your grace when we fail. Thank you for your salvation that you freely give to us. For there is no other way to heaven except through you, Jesus. Lord, we call on your name. We praise your name. We ask everything and we praise your name. In Jesus' name, amen. I ask that you go in the peace of the Lord and in the strength of the Lord
1: to fulfill your calling. I've decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. Thank you, Brother Curtis. Thank you for that word from the Lord. Amen? Praise God. Just a closing note and a subscript to what you just saw. The very man that you just saw God use in Africa has turned his ministry in Africa over to someone else. And he's come to America. And he said, I'm here, and he's already started two states. He said, because what has happened in Africa is about to happen in America. Praise God. I thought I'd tell you that encouragement. Those are, his words. Those are his words. We're not trusting in him. That message was to all of us. But we need to get ready. God is about to do something in America. I don't care about the politics. God's power doesn't stop by any politics or anything like that. But when he begins to move through the church, he will accomplish what he set out to do. Shall we stand together? Sing that one more time. and.